Welcome to the podcast that's all about empowering women so they can have a thriving career as a mother. This podcast is for high-achieving women who want to have a successful career without sacrificing quality time and connection with their kids. Get insights, tips and strategies about doing work you love by leveraging your natural gifts and superpower as a mom. It's time to change the narrative around being a career mom from one of struggle, sacrifice and stress to something that's empowering, uplifting and rewarding. Thanks for listening and join me on this journey. Hello again and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I feel like I haven't actually spoken to you in a while and then I was thinking about it and I realized, hmm, oh, it's because I had kind of recorded a whole bunch of episodes um, that had gone on like maybe the last four episodes and then I had a guest come on so that was scheduled in so it feels like it's been a long time since I spoke to you so um, I thought I'd give you a quick update about what's been happening since I last got in front of this mic and um, spoken to you well you would probably be noticing that there are more solo episodes now and uh, that's because I realize I actually have a lot of things to share with you, which I don't really get a chance to do. When I am coaching a client, I often focus on them and their experience. And it's not so much the right place for me to share, right? What I'm thinking. After all, um, if you have come for one of my coaching sessions, you'll know it's really more of an experiential um, session and not like a typical executive coaching session you may have encountered where the coach talks to you and asks you questions and then you put out your action plan. Of course, I do that too when it is appropriate, when that is something my client wants to do. But often I've found that before we can get to that point, there are often a lot of things we need to clear up first in our minds, in our beliefs, in what we feel we're capable of. And that often is a more experiential uh, session where we really explore what's going on in your subconscious mind. So anyway, that being said, uh, I am going to be doing more of these podcast episodes. I think it's also a good way for me to share more of my thoughts. And like I said, I realize I do have a lot of things to say which is uh, a little bit surprising when all of, well, most of my younger part of my life, I've been told that I was very quiet, I was boring, people thought I didn't have much of an opinion, and I thought I didn't have much of an opinion. I felt like I didn't really know anything much. But over the years, I realized just because Someone's more introverted and quiet doesn't mean they don't have thoughts in their minds to share and opinions. And I've also learned in doing the work myself that often I don't dare to share what I really think, my opinion, because of the fear of judgment, of rejection, of disapproval, of people laughing at me. 
Um, but I think over the years I've toughened up. <laughs> my kids laugh at me all the time. They say I'm cringy. And so I think I've come to a point now where it really doesn't matter. And that's kind of related to today's topic that I want to talk about around this idea of true freedom, right? So what exactly does it feel like to be truly free? Well, here's what I think, and I'm going to be sharing my thoughts in today's episode about this topic around true freedom. Well, I think true freedom is when you have mastery over your thinking, over how you feel, and therefore what you do, right? Because we now know that there is that's exactly how it works, unlike what we may have been led to believe that it's like you plan something, you know, very rationally, logically in your mind, you think about the result you want to get, and then you work backwards and you look at all the actions that you need to do, and then you do them, and then you're supposed to get the results, right? <laughs> it's like a recipe. And if you've ever followed a recipe, you'll realize that sometimes even when you follow the recipe to the T, it doesn't turn out the way you expect it to. And that's what happens too with all of these action plans and goal setting. We can have all the wonderful, lovely goals, set out everything, thing that we took the action we needed to take and still not get the results. And then you wonder how come it doesn't work. And then maybe you conclude, oh, it's just me. You know, I'm not like the other people who are successful, who can get the results. Some, somehow I just probably don't have the ability to. I'm not capable of. And so you give up, right? That's like the most common thing you'll hear. And I know all of us have experienced this, including myself. I've given up countless times over things that I wanted to happen that didn't. So so true freedom is really when you are able to have mastery over your thinking because we know now thinking it's it's kind of like your thoughts and I use thoughts very broadly that covers you know even how you see yourself your beliefs your kind of um the way you see the world the rules you apply around um, you know, society, the life you lead, how things should be, all of that. Okay, I'm just going to put that under the umbrella of the word thoughts, how you think. Um, all of that actually determines how you feel, right? If you think about it, that makes sense, right? Some Somebody does something that kind of breaks your rule, some sort of unconscious, unspoken rule, and you get upset and you feel angry or you feel annoyed. So that's the direct linkage. And when you feel angry and annoyed, you tend to have a certain energy about you. You tend to do certain things that you wouldn't do if you were really happy, uh, in a really good mood, right? We all act differently when we're in a good mood versus when we're in a bad mood. So the, our feeling directly impacts what we do. And then what we do is then we see the outcome of whatever our actions are. And that's really breaking it down. But often when we go about life, we don't really see the linkage like that. We think that we can push aside the feelings. Um, we just If we just don't think about it, we don't have to deal with it. Not realizing that it's still there running the show behind the scenes. Um, it's running the show of how you feel and therefore how you act. And therefore true freedom is when you can master your thinking first. 
your thoughts, right? So, I mean, it's a very simple example, right? Imagine having a really tight deadline um, and everything is kind of hinging on this project and on you. And although you feel the pressure, you're able to maintain your cool. You do the best you can because you're cool and you're calm and you can actually show up as the person you're proud to and intend to be, right? Everything that you, you want to be, you can do it. Nothing's out of control. Or imagine you talk to someone who's really starting to annoy you, <laughs> really testing your patience, and you can still focus on the issue. You still can empathize with them. You don't take whatever they're saying personally or as a personal attack. You can still show them compassion. You can still listen to them truly, despite you feeling angry, despite, despite your blood boiling, you can still stay focused and still hold that space for this person and see them as just another human being going through their own issues. Or imagine you're paying for your bills, not knowing how you're going to get through the next month. And instead of getting all stressed out and losing sleep over money issues, fighting with your spouse or getting annoyed with your kids, Somehow you find it in yourself to reassure yourself and know that everything's going to be okay. And that for right now, all you need to do is just focus on doing the right, the thing right in front of you and work on improving your situation. And somehow having some faith from somewhere in you that somehow everything's going to work out and everything's going to be okay. What would that feel like for you, right? If you imagine that. And what about Hearing someone tell you that you eat too much. Okay, this is something that <laughs> I've experienced before, right? Someone actually said to me, oh, wow, you eat a lot of rice. <laughs> or like, that's a lot. That's a big bowl of vegetable you're eating. Isn't that going to bloat you up? You know, or maybe that, oh my gosh, you shouldn't be eating those potato chips. Um, <laughs> basically telling you how you should live your life. And you can still smile at them with a genuine gratitude and still go about living your life. You don't need to explain and justify and defend. Oh, you know, I, I eat these potato chips only once in a while. Or, oh, I'm so used to having a big bowl of vegetables for dinner. Or I'm having this rice because I'm really hungry today. You, you don't have to do all that. You can still, oh, you know, acknowledge what they're saying, be grateful for them saying that and just go on about your life, <laughs> right? And this is something that I also experience. like sometimes I used to, um, you know, I hear people tell me what I should do, should not do, you know, people tell me uh, that they think I should do this thing. And when I really want to do something, the complete opposite. But this person who's telling me what I should do actually maybe means a lot to me, right? And I really do want to make them happy and I do want to please them. So for all you people pleasers out there, <gasps> I think you can relate. You really want to please them. You want their approval. And so, but you also really want to do your own thing, which is different from what they want. And then you feel guilty, right? That you want what you want, which is not the same as what they expect you to do. And 
and imagine that you can still clearly see their expectations of you, um, but you know exactly who you are and what you want, and you can still go about doing what you feel is right for you without the guilt. You know, without the guilt of feeling that heavy sense of duty and obligation that you are just somehow now not living up to their standards, right? I know that you know what I mean, <laughs> okay? For those of you who whose need for approval and to please other people is strong like mine. <laughs> so the point is, what I'm trying to say is that thinking about yourself, taking care of your own needs, loving and accepting yourself for who you are, you know, when I say who you are, it's including all the imperfection, all the warts, all the things that even you don't like about yourself, but still accepting yourself and loving yourself and taking care of yourself and putting yourself first. It's not selfish. I think this is really the thing that I think it's the selfish people in the world who kind of brainwash us to think that somehow looking out for our own needs, taking care of ourselves is somehow selfish of us. And that's just not true. Because when you're able to take care of yourself, when you feel totally comfortable being who you really are, I mean, genuinely, without the fear of judgment um, or guilt, that's the most loving thing that you can do, not just for yourself, but for the people around you. Because if you think about it, when you're in a ball of guilt and um, kind of rejecting yourself and denying your needs, think about what kind of a person that would make you. And then now I know why there's so many people walking around with so much resentment, so much anger and frustration, because they haven't taken care of themselves first. Because if they did, they would be happy. They would feel free. They would feel so much lighter and imagine that kind of a person. Being around that kind of a person who's going to be so generous because they're in such a good place themselves. They're not all balled up in a, you know, knot of guilt and resentment and um, frustration. The energy around that just feels so much different, isn't it? When you hear me say it like that right? So it isn't selfish for you to take care of yourself. It isn't selfish to see to your needs. It really isn't. And I, I just, this is something I'm trying to tell myself because it's something I I'm, I work through because I feel like it's so deeply entrenched in myself and I see that in a lot of people. And it's something that I want to bring to you in this episode to bring the awareness to you, to give you like, there's this other way of looking at it. You know, that taking care of yourself isn't selfish because when you live like this, you really don't worry too much about the approval of others because you accept yourself for who you are. You love yourself for who you are. You don't really worry so much about impressing others because who you are right now is just right. It's good. And while, of course, we all have areas in our lives and personal development we want to do, it doesn't mean that we are somehow not good enough or less than or whatever. 
Right. So then we don't really need to worry about impressing other people or sometimes we do something um, to try to show something to someone, but actually we have our own hidden agendas and intentions. Because when you're truly yourself and you are okay with allowing others to see you for who you really are, I think that's the most generous and loving thing you can do. I think that's the bravest, one of the bravest things you can do. Like just showing yourself for who you really are. And, you know, you're not afraid that, oh, someone's going to think less of you. I mean, so what if they do? That's them. But you don't see yourself as less than. So, I mean, I do also hope that you realize what I'm trying to say is I'm not asking you also to be reckless or become an outlaw, (laughs) unless that's who you truly are. And then in that case, I also believe that Sometimes people who act in kind of like criminal and reckless behaviors. Okay, let's not talk about the minority of cases of true um, medical conditions or medical or mental conditions. Okay, I'm talking about when people do end up doing things that break the law or um, evil things. I do believe that somehow, somewhere it comes from a place of deep trauma and pain and hurt somewhere along the line and that needs to be dealt with you know but let's talk about the the majority of people who are listening to this podcast right now right most of us have a moral compass we want to be good we want to be loved and we want to love so you know ultimately true freedom isn't about having all the money in the world driving the flashiest cars going for big job titles I mean, all of that's nice. I love having lots of money. I love driving a flash car and doing a job that I love that pays me well. I love all that. But imagine if you can be truly yourself and still have all that. Imagine what a life that would be, right? Pretty cool, I think. Um, And if you're not there yet, you don't have all that yet, then I think the first step that's totally within your control and something you can do right now today is being truly yourself and learn to be able to handle all the crazy stories in your mind that you tell yourself that majority of them just aren't true. And yet all of these crazy stories lead to all the drama in your life. You know, all the the assumptions you're making in your mind, all of the um, kind of fictitious stories you're making up in your mind about other people, about your situation, and all of that leads to a whole lot of drama in your life. And when you can handle all of that and see the crazy stories for what they really are and still be okay with yourself and, you know, just like all the examples I gave you, which are all my own personal <laughs> examples, by the way, not be pulled into the drama of the crazy stories, but you can almost like stand aside as a spectator and you can see all the characters in that fictitious story and movie playing out and you can still love yourself, take care of yourself, accept yourself. That really, when you are able to do that, master your thoughts, right? And your feelings around that, then you can take very deliberate conscious actions you know, and that really, that ability to do that is the beginning of building a life where you will eventually have everything your heart desires. So 
learn to master all those thoughts and crazy stories, learn to be in charge of them rather than to let them be in charge of how you feel and therefore what you do. And I think that's when you'll experience true freedom. Okay, so those are just my thoughts. Um, I am making a conscious, deliberate uh, effort to be honest and true about where I am, what I'm thinking, my opinions, um, kind of really walking the talk, right? Showing you what it looks like to just be truly yourself, to love and accept yourself. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it brings you maybe another perspective of maybe how you've been seeing life. Um, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Okay then, bye. Thanks for listening. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and leave a review so that more women can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about how you can thrive as a career mom, come to my free masterclass, Thriving in Career and Motherhood. Go to SharonSingSidhu.com forward slash meetup to register. I look forward to seeing you there.